Hi, I'm Chase, and I teach some of the world's most famous actors how to speak and deliver languages. So you might know me from my TikTok channel, Chase in French, where we talk about pronunciation and various other quirkier things. This is the first episode of my video podcast that I'm calling Learning by Accident, which is a method that I've developed over the last 10 years of working with languages, working with actors, working on movie sets and working privately with students. Learning by accident is essentially a method in which we train our subconscious. It is not an exact science. Training your subconscious is something extraordinarily evasive. And it's something that isn't often discussed in the language learning field. We often talk about training our inner ear to hear certain aspects of a language and that's exactly what I'm here to do with you with French. So I focus on the differences between English and French mainly, but I've also coached in Spanish, German, Japanese, Chinese, Mandarin, to be more precise. And what I've often found is that when people are beginning a language especially, there are a few really important steps that are often skipped. My expertise is in pronunciation and delivery. Not only delivery in the shape of the mouth and how we contract words, but also delivery in the sense of body language, because body language between languages is drastically different. And this is very much the case for French as well. Even though we're neighbors, even though England and France are jump away from each other, we could not be more different. And often French can seem very daunting, but it doesn't need to be. I lived in France for 20 years, and I know firsthand that French people can be extremely judgmental, but this is a safe space. I often like to tell people this. Don't forget that 220 million or 250 million people speak French natively, and there are only 65 million people in France, meaning that most of the French-speaking world is not French. They are outside of France, and there's a world of culture to be explored. There's a world outside to be looked at. Learning by Accident is a podcast that focuses entirely on learning through pronunciation and delivery, learning the easy way, learning in a way that's never really been done before. And it doesn't matter if you're a beginner. It doesn't matter where you are. What we're going to be talking about is applicable to every aspect of French. So the theme for today is I'd like to talk about the word il. The word il means he, technically, but it doesn't have to mean that. It can mean so much more. When you say it's nice outside, we say il fait beau. You can use it in expressions like il y a, which means there is. So if I said there's nothing, I'd say il y a rien. But what I'd really like to look at today is how we actually use and say this word when you're speaking every day in French, because I hear a lot of people use it as il. And we don't really pronounce the L at the end of il when you're speaking quickly. I'm going to give you a few examples today. For those of you who are watching this on YouTube, I'm going to be putting subtitles when I speak French. And for those of you listening to this as a podcast, listen carefully. So let's first talk about the sentence, he was here a few seconds ago, which in French is il était là il y a quelques secondes. Il était, he was, Là, here, il y a, there was, quelques secondes, a few seconds. He was here, there was, a few seconds, which means he was here a few seconds ago. Now, this is a lot of words. It's a ridiculous amount of words. It's too many. But 
We don't actually say it like that. Il était là il y a quelques secondes. Unless you're the king of France, but last time we had a king, we didn't like how he spoke, so we... Anyway, that's a story for another time. So how we actually say this, and I'm going to say it slowly first, so I'd like you to repeat it, is... Il était là il y a quelques secondes. Il était là il y a quelques secondes. Il était là il y a quelques secondes. So no more, il était là il y a quelques secondes. Now... Il était là il y a quelques secondes. Try this out. Il était là il y a quelques secondes. Don't think of it as words. Think of it as sounds. Il était là il y a quelques secondes. Bah, il était là il y a quelques secondes. And don't hesitate to use words like bah. You can use the word bah at the beginning of a sentence and you can use it to express so much. People don't talk about this enough. The word bah can express the fact that I don't really know, but it can also express the fact that I'm feeling very casual about what I'm talking about. Bah, il était là il y a quelques secondes. The feeling of that is, yeah, well, according to me, he was here a few seconds ago. I can say, bah, il était là il y a quelques secondes. And that would mean, he definitely was here a few seconds ago. So depending on the way that you say the word bah, you could mean a whole variety of things and do not hesitate to try it out. Use it, because it makes people feel like you really know how to speak French, because it is such a casual and such a natural thing to do for French speakers. The next sentence I'd like to talk about is what's happening, what's going on. And we say, qu'est-ce qu'il se passe? There is so much grammar in that one sentence. Qu'est-ce qu'il se passe? So, qu'est-ce que is how we ask a question in French. You can say qu'est-ce que in front of anything. You could say, qu'est-ce que tu manges? What are you eating? You could say, qu'est-ce que tu fais? What are you doing? So that is the first part of this sentence. And then we say, il se passe. And I'm just going to quickly tell you that it is the reflexive version of the verb passer, which normally means to pass or to pass by something. But here it's se passer, which in the third person singular means to happen. So we have qu'est-ce qu'il se passe, but we don't say it that way. And you should never say it that way. Never, never. <laughs> The way that you should say this is Qu'est-ce qui se passe? Qu'est-ce qui se passe? Qu'est-ce qui se passe? Qu'est-ce qui se passe? So, depending on how you use your voice, it can mean a variety of things. Yet again, you could say Qu'est-ce qui se passe? Happy. What's going on? Qu'est-ce qui se passe? That's a little bit more accusatory. That's what's going on right now. But I also want to tell you about an emphasis word, the word LA. The word that nobody discusses yet again. I don't know why it is so important in French language. If you use the word la, it can emphasize an entire sentence. It could also mean right now. What's going on right now? So if you say, qu'est-ce qui se passe là? The emphasis is completely different. So I could say, qu'est-ce qui se passe là? And that's happy. That's, yeah, what's up, man? If I say, qu'est-ce qui se passe là? You just missed something and you're asking them what's going on right now. So never be afraid to use the word la. It expresses so much emotion. If I used at the end of the sentences that I told you before, like qu'est-ce que tu manges? And when we say it casually, we say qu'est-ce que tu manges? Not qu'est-ce que, we say qu'est-ce tu? Qu'est-ce que tu manges? I would say qu'est-ce que tu manges là? It's like, what are you eating right now? Qu'est-ce que tu manges là? I could be accusatory again and say, what are you eating right now? Qu'est-ce que tu manges là? Same thing with qu'est-ce que tu fais or qu'est-ce que tu fais. Don't say qu'est-ce que. Don't say that. Say qu'est-ce que. It's a question. Qu'est-ce que tu fais? Qu'est-ce que tu fais là? Qu'est-ce que tu fais là? Can you, as a person learning French, hear the difference between qu'est-ce que tu fais and qu'est-ce que tu fais là? There is a very subtle but powerful difference between those two sentences. So don't be afraid 
to use la. But going back to what we were talking about originally, do you hear that in the sentence, qu'est-ce qui se passe? We don't say qu'est-ce qu'il se passe. We do not push that out. We say qu'est-ce qui se passe. And then il becomes a i. Qu'est-ce qui se passe? Or qu'est-ce qui se passe là? You could also add avec toi. Avec toi. With you. Avec. With. Toi. You. Qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? You can use this with other sentences as well. So if I say, qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? What's up with you recently? If I say, qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? He's like, what's wrong with you? Qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? And notice that I don't hit avec hard. You kind of skim over it. Avec toi. Avec toi. Qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? Avec toi. Avec toi. I suggest that there's a k there. Avec toi. Not qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? Qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? So repeat after me. Qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? Qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? The things that I'm telling you can be applied across the board. If I say, who is eating with you? Qui mange avec toi? Who eats with you? Who's eating with you? I'd say, qui mange avec toi? Qui mange avec toi? You hear that we skim over the sea. Qui mange avec toi? So it's the same for, qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? Qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? Qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? So a sentence that was before, qu'est-ce qu'il se passe avec toi? Becomes, qu'est-ce qui se passe avec toi? And that is so much easier, in my opinion, to ingest. And that's exactly how he would say it. Nobody would say it the other way. And definitely not the way that you're being taught. At school, if you ever learned it in school, if you're learning it currently, don't say it that way. So the last example I'd like to give today is, is he coming with us? Are they coming with us? Which is, est-ce qu'il vient avec nous? Which, yet again, we have the avec and we have the est-ce que at the beginning. So we have est-ce que, a question. Est-ce qu'il vient? Is he coming? Avec, with, nous. And the other one is, est-ce qu'il, same pronunciation for the plural, viennent, different conjugation, avec nous. So, how do we actually pronounce this? And that's what's interesting. We say, est-ce qu'il vient avec nous? Est-ce qu'il vient avec nous? Est-ce qu'il vient avec nous? And you hear the two things that I told you. Il becomes i, and the avec becomes something that's maybe lacking a little bit of that seek sound. So, est-ce qu'il vient avec nous? Est-ce qu'il vient avec nous? And if it's plural, est-ce qu'ils viennent avec nous? Est-ce qu'ils viennent avec nous? So you see, breaking it down makes it a lot more digestible and it doesn't feel like as long a sentence. Est-ce qu'ils viennent avec nous? Repeat. Est-ce qu'ils viennent avec nous? And est-ce qu'ils viennent avec nous? So try not to say est-ce qu'ils, or say est-ce qu'ils. And don't say avec nous, say avec nous. And skip over the C a little bit. Don't forget that you can use this for everything. French pronunciation can seem like a mountain, but it's not. French seems illogical at times, but I can tell you that compared to English, it's quite logical in a way. Because everything that I just told you can be applied across the board. You could say, il fait quoi? What's he doing? Il fait quoi? He does what? Il fait quoi? What's he doing? You could say, what is he eating? Il mange quoi? Il mange quoi? And you don't say, il mange quoi? You say, il mange quoi? And you skip over that L sound. And French people will understand you. And they'll also feel more comfortable with you because they'll feel like you really know French because you're doing things that most students of French do not do. And at the end of the day, learning French by accident is all about that. Learning without knowing you're learning. Training your ear. Training your subconscious. Because if you're listening to shows in French, if you're listening to media, you're going to hear people abbreviating words, which is why... People can learn French for their whole life. Get to France and be so confused with how we actually speak. I'm going to train your subconscious ear. Welcome to learning French by accident.